dig. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the pod. As always, it is the other Chris. Hey there. Hi there. It's Alex. Hey there, friends. Mr. Chris Vig. How you doing? All right, everybody. This week, we're going to do one of our always classic quick digs. There's a couple TV series, uh, see, you know, season twos and threes coming out that we're all a bit excited for. So we're going to hop into that tonight. I think we're going to start it off with the old Avatar The Last Airbender adaptation. Not sure. Have you guys both seen the cartoon show before? I have. I'm a big fan. Many, many times. I'm actually re-watching it right now. I'm on season two just in anticipation because uh, it's going to be out it, here. We're recording this uh, early February, so it'll be out late February. I'm I'm super stoked for it, man. It looks good. We were burned before with the M. Night Shyamalan one, but it seems like Netflix might have got it right. I just hope fans don't overly nitpick too much and just oh, try to enjoy it. They will. Oh, they will. Oh, dude. Fan base out there is brutal. Have you seen it, Alejandro? Um, I have not. I know the gist that he's a bender and uh, not just air. Are there other, are there other characters that, that can master... The craft of the elements are there yeah. fire, wind, fire, water, wind, earth, earth, yes. heart. Yep. No, no heart. heart. The <laughs> other four is a like Care Bear status. What are we doing? Yeah, quick. That was a uh, Captain Planet. Yeah. Right. Uh, <laughs> Alex, you should definitely watch the show, and it's absolutely a kid-friendly show as well, too. Just to keep that in okay. mind for listeners out there with children, watch it with your kids, get you both addicted. Quick premise of the show, though, is that like. There is those four elements and there's like four main nations and the members of those nations can all like interact with those elements, benders, they call them. And there's also people in the world who can't do this, just normal people. And there's an avatar who's a person that cycles through every however many years and they can bend all of the elements. And so it'll be like the fire nation will have one and then the earth and the water, it goes in a cycle and the cycle gets oh, broken wow. for like a hundred years. And the Fire Nation pretty much takes over the world. And then the Avatar comes back. And that's where the story takes off. It's like bringing the balance yeah. back to the world if he can. He's a kid thrown into this yeah. shit. And though it dope. is, yeah, yeah, it's it's really good. And though it is kid-friendly, I feel like the story beats, it kind of reminds me of something along the lines of like the Clone Wars animated series or the Batman the animated series where, yes, it's made for kids, but the 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 depth of the story and the it's kind of dark it gets pretty dark yeah. sometimes and but it's also really funny too it has those you know anime tropes that are you know you grow to like love and enjoy you know the characters there's a lot of character development too on certain antagonists great show yeah i, I think you all would really enjoy it and like i said this is probably like my fifth or sixth time <laughs> rewatching. it's only three seasons yeah, maybe twenty, maybe twenty episodes, but they're really easy to digest. And yeah, man, if uh, you plan on watching the live action adaptation, maybe just uh, mm -hmm. throw the cartoon on real quick. And I am excited mm -hmm. for the live action more than I would have been like a year ago because One Piece broke the curse. Man, they broke the you make an anime into a live action and it's a pile of dog shit curse. And I'm hoping they did the same thing with this show. This. The little scenes they've shown and stuff, the CGI looks great. And there's no way it can be as bad as 
the M Night Shyamalan version. There's literally literally no way it can be that bad. <laughs> so there's that. We're we're going from there. Well, I've seen. Now I want to watch uh, that one. No, yeah, no, that one's hard to watch. I <laughs> I've still not made it through. But they've did a side by side. Yeah, side by side comparison with that one with the the Netflix one. And just the banding, there was scenes with Katara banding water and the M. Night Shyamalan one's just like a blob of of water where the Netflix one, just there's a lot of dynamics to it. And just it looks very similar to the cartoon. Of course, you're never going to get the same exact feel because animation, live mm-hmm. action. So, but as Chris was saying, the set and the CGI, characters, costume, all feel pretty spot on. So... February 22nd. Really excited to start watching it. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I was just going to add, you guys loved One Piece. I didn't, I watched one episode of the original anime, but I did enjoy the, the live action very much. Would you guys say you're you're into Avatar, The Last Airbender, more than One Piece? Or yeah. you prefer? Hard yes for me, because okay. I'm, I love manga, Japanese comic books. They're like my one of my favorite things in this world, but I'm not a huge fan of a lot of animes because they do a ton of like filler and extra stuff. And it just kind of like, I really like a well-told concise story. You know, I don't like all this extra shit thrown in and avatar Mm -hmm. is made by a Western studio, if I'm not mistaken. And so it's like an American verb, you know, uh, it's an American cartoon with a lot of anime influences, but the story, Mm -hmm. like Chris was saying is only, Three seasons and like 20 episodes each so it's very much condensed where something like one piece is i think in like a thousand episodes of anime right now oh so my god i know yeah, days so of episodes. watching it's crazy so i definitely yeah. enjoy avatar more for that that it's just like tells a really tight story i don't think they waste anything and it's uh it's very good the sequel is also good too a lot of people hate on legend of Korra. i fucking loved it so if you like avatar right. check that out as well and a new animated series is coming in 2025. It's supposed to follow like the next cycle. I think an Earthbender will be this one. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That'd be awesome. And then uh, what's next on the slate? Chris, you talk about the new Fallout series. Yeah, I'm a huge fan of these games. I don't know if you guys ever really played them, but I absolutely fucking love them. Uh, Amazon picked it up. They're making the show. It's going to take place in Los Angeles and like, how Fallout works is it's an alternative universe where after World War II, we use like nuclear energy to make a lot of advancements. So it's almost like a retro future type thing that you'd see in the 50s a lot. It takes place in that type of world. And then mm-hmm. a nuclear war happens and ends the planet. And then it always takes place in the world after. But like the world after is the ruins of this retro future 50s world. And it takes place in L.A. So it should be pretty fucking cool. My biggest selling point for me is that Walton Goggins signed on to be a ghoul, and I kind of think he picks really great projects. He's always in good shit, so yeah. in Walton, I trust. He would be good. Is it? Is it one of those things? I know I played one of the games, and you're basically in this mech suit, this 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 suit in a sense. Yeah, or, you can find uh, those. It's like the Brotherhood okay, yes, Steel has you. those, but that's not like a common thing that people have. You're not always in it. All right. All no, right. no. Fair this is idea. supposed to be I know that like... you can get in it. People go to Fallout shelters, hence the name, uh, vaults, mm-hmm. and then like they went in these vaults when the nuclear war happened and sealed them up. And these people lived, I forget the lore, a couple decades maybe, and then come mm-hmm. out of them 
and you know everyone else that didn't get to a vault has reestablished the world or whatever then they're trying to find their way in this crazy new world yeah. and i think we're going to follow one of those vault dwellers in the show of a woman i believe yeah it's, it's cool i mean i know if there was there was a lot of flying there was like floating ships in a sense i don't know if that was in all of the fallouts um but i hopefully hopefully we'll see some of that i know they can take it this in a lot of directions and uh please be good amazon don't let us down yeah definitely i'm go ahead pig yeah i was no i was just gonna say I, i'm not too familiar I, i've never played the video game i have seen gameplay you know following video game pages on you know instagram and whatnot but i am excited for it just to kind of see what they're going to make this world into and know a little bit about the story and then obviously what you just explained sounds really fucking awesome so super excited amazon usually usually puts out some good tv series so am looking forward to it mm -hmm. what about uh you guys you got have anything else coming up this year that you're excited for yeah, so there's a, a series that's up coming up for Apple TV. Alex, you actually sent me a link for it today, had a, a screenshot, yeah. but it is the book Dark Matter, uh, written by Blake Crouch. Super excited for it. That screenshot looked like the box that he travels in. So just a little behind the story of it. So if it, this guy, scientist teaching at a university, or he's a physicist teaching at a university, gets kidnapped, taken to an alternate dimension. And in this alternate dimension, the scientists think he's like this world-renowned physicist who created this multiverse traveling box. It's not him. Mm -hmm. I don't want to give any spoilers away, but he's trying to get back to his own world, his own multiverse or his own universe. And he just goes through a lot of shit along the way because... Essentially, there's a lot of science behind it. I felt really smart when I was uh, listening to it. I can't, mm. I can't, I can't say it because I'm a totally butcher it. But uh, essentially, there's just millions of millions of alternate universes, multiverses, mm -hmm. and he's just trying to find his family. And it goes through a lot of shit to get there. And I'm super excited to uh, to watch this Apple TV similar to what I was saying about Amazon normally puts out pretty good TV. So I'm i uh, I'm pretty pumped for it. Yeah. Dude. He's a, a great act. Great, great author. After watching or reading this one, he he's done another one recursion and upgrade. Highly recommend those books as well. I think they're all on Spotify now too. If you have that, you want to listen to them, but it's, it's definitely more in the world of multiverses. To me, this is, this is more, I feel like realistic. It's more modern in a sense, and it's dark. So it's like the idea of if there's infinite universes out there and you start fucking around with shit, some some dark stuff, there, some dark things are going to happen. You know, if there's if there's a million infinite people of you, just imagine what happens once you open that Pandora's box. Crazy things are going to go down. Hey, Chris, I feel like you, this book would be right up your alley, my friend. Yeah. I feel like it. I'm like bamboozled right now because I I really like Blake Crouch. I read the Wayward Pine series. It's a trio of novels, and they made a show off of it that wasn't that great, to be honest with you. But, dude, those those were a science fiction series of novels, and they were fucking amazing. And I just never, mm -hmm. I don't know why, I looked into anything else he did. So to hear this, this is awesome. I'm going to fucking order Dark Matter off Amazon tonight and read it. You'll, you'll enjoy it, dude. And, and again, if you guys want to go down that rabbit hole, recursion, 
and upgrade is uh another one upgrade is like a modern day superhero if you were able to gain superhuman powers in today's world through science what crazy shit would happen but oh man i digress be a bad person (laughs) it's crazy yeah so yeah i'm excited for it yeah same here i think it's slated to be for sure this year march dude oh march okay Uh, coming up i think i want to say march dude and i think it's uncle owen or whatever the homie who plays the uncle in uh, yeah star wars obi-wan joel edgerton and jennifer connelly uh, a few of other mm-hmm. actors that I've seen before, but yeah, man, can, uh, cannot wait for this. Yeah, and nine episodes, it, it could have been more. We were talking about it being another season, but having a book be one season versus one movie, you know, at least nine episodes, hopefully they dive into it, they get some good stuff going, they don't drag it out, and uh, I'm stoked. Yeah, I, I think hopefully they give us two seasons of nine episodes i think 18 episodes can definitely convey the story and what Mm -hmm. we were talking about earlier i feel like there's multiple spots within the book slash story that you can leave off of a cliffhanger for those who haven't read the book even if you're watching the tv show there's certain things that happen you're like if if the series you know season one ended right there like if they are doing two seasons you'd be like what the fuck like you know you're gonna Mm -hmm. be excited to you know, watch for the next season. And it almost has like yeah. a severance vibe to it, which I could foresee somewhat of a of a severance sort of cliffhanger for Dark Matter mm-hmm. if they do do a season two. And uh, yeah, so excited, excited. It is $9 and I just ordered it. Let us okay. know, man. Do I read the like, Kindle. I do not have a Kindle, man. I actually almost just bought one, not to go off on a tangent during this pod, but do you guys have Kindles? My yeah. wife does, and she's religious about it. And it makes me want to get one just because yeah. it's it's the beauty of a book, but it's it's small, it's light, and and it has uh, it has the uh, kind of like a, a light on it, so you can read at night. But I'll admit, I love a book too, and I've been more audiobook lately just because time driving yeah. easy to listen. But uh, I, again, I do want to read, but a Kindle. Kindle's nice. It feels weird having it digital because I feel like it, it turns off and it's yeah. gone. You know, I always imagine like collecting books, knowing I'm not reading any of them. But if the world ever ends or the power goes out, I got yeah. books. I want books. Cool. Thank you. But speaking of severance, I don't know if you guys want to touch base on that bombshell of cliffhanger. I know all the strikes and everything, you know, this this could have been out already. But it is resuming, and as far as Apple TV goes, it's probably their their top tier show. And I mean, the way season one ended, it, it, this can this can go so many different ways. But shit is going down. Spoiler alert: Obviously, they're starting to wake up into the real world, and what's going to happen from there? I I don't know. I love it. I love Ben Stiller's work. Who would have thought that he would do shit like this? And main character. Forget his name, of course, but uh, does a great job. Amazing. And, and the cast still all around. Like fucking King. Adam Scott. Yes. Patricia Arquette. Dude. John Totoro. When Bobby. Oh, John when Bobby, we miss you, Bobby, talked about this show and was like, oh, it's the best show I've watched in the last couple of years. I was like, it isn't really that fucking good. And I watched <laughs> it and was like, damn, Bobby was right, dude. This show is, <laughs> it. I don't know what it is about it that it just struck like, 
all the chords for me of like weird and cool and intriguing and the I don't mind a slow burn like that. Like I loved Andor. Mm -hmm. That's another one of my favorite shows the last few years. It just only if the payoff is good. I should say that. Like I love a good slow burn if the payoff is fucking excellent. And the payoff in this show is fucking excellent. And the cliffhanger, like you're saying, like the writing at the level it is, I don't know where it's going to go from here. Uh, And I'm Uh very excited to see. What is your guys' thoughts basically when when the show started? the idea of being able to split split yourself it sounded so cool and i was like oh wow imagine if you could do that and like you said the slow burn as it started getting deeper and deeper you realized how fucking disturbing it was because then it was like wait a minute that second part of you is in a sense in a prison of work and it was like fucking dark because you were like oh this is really bad like it sounds like a good idea for the person who gets to stay home all day but the other person you're like, oh, Jesus, this is really twisted. Well, even it's so like uh, life is so short, like work sucks sometimes, but I wouldn't want to just like skip all of that waking mm-hmm. consciousness. You know what I'm saying? Like you're cutting out a large part of your life where I have good times at work, too. You know, I laugh with my coworkers and stuff like all of that's gone. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Yeah, because I mean, how would that even feel? Right. It almost be like you blacked out. Right. You, hey, I'm. I'm here at one point and then wake up and you're like in a room. You'd be like, what? You know, oh, I, I guess I'm done with, yeah. with work or, well, obviously because they go through that system yeah. and they, you know, they're in the building. Oh, guess I'm done with work for the day. It's like, yeah. yeah. It'd be so crazy to be the worker and ride the elevator up. And then all of a sudden you just come back and you're riding the elevator back down. Like, what the yeah, fuck? Yeah, fucking man. weird. Definitely maybe more for the super depressed or people that want to just escape in a sense, but I don't think therapeutically that probably is going to fix your problems. And we can see why, you know, that's causing some shit. Right. Yeah. So severance, uh, they don't quite know. I mean, with the writer's strike, it got pushed back, but for sure slated this year, uh, Ben Stiller came out saying that that is his goal. So another Apple TV series. So hopefully, uh, hopefully we get that sooner rather than later. I got yes. one more to throw in at you guys. Because speaking of the rider strike, it's very sad. Uh, I recently, I, I loved Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. It was awesome. 10 out of 10 film. Great. Don't know why I slept on the sequel for a while, but I did. Mm-hmm. Uh, just watched it the last two weekends ago. Amazing film. Holy shit. Another 10 out of 10. Amazing. So good, yeah. dude. So yeah. good. Animation it, wild. Uh, left on such a cliffhanger, just like Severance. And I immediately got online and was like, when is the sequel? And it was like March 24th coming out. I was like, fuck yes, so soon. And then the next article I read was like, uh, delayed due to the writer's strike, like to be determined, released it. Uh, and it broke my heart. But I mean, it's coming out this mm-hmm. year sometime, but they haven't said yet. Uh, amazing film. I see you guys agreeing with me, but holy shit, it was so good. Yeah, oh, I dude, forgot. I forgot that there was going to be a part two. And I was gearing up when he, I mean, it's been out for a while, but spoiler when he goes into the wrong multi uh, universe yeah like what and he turns around and the prowler is him where the spider Mm -hmm. that from that universe actually traveled and bit him in his universe and you're like oh shit you know they're about shit's about to go down and then i realized because you and i because alex did did we see it together or i 
uh, when you were in town? I felt no, like. I did. No, I saw it. I saw it in theaters, but I was by myself. Oh, okay. Maybe. Oh, we, we, we talked about it and I was like, oh, I'm so, so ready for this to happen. And I realized I was like, oh, there's a part two and it just ends. It's kind of like Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Ring all over again. They're like, that's oh, it? yeah. What? Like, it was like one of over? those ones where, yeah, you look at the, I looked at the clock and I'm like, dude, this movie's like two hours and it, you, you have no idea that there's going to be another one. And it ends how it ends. And you're like, Jesus, what? There's, there's going to be more. And then it just goes to be continued. And I was kind of pissed because I was like, you know, the whole to be continued thing. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm torn about it, but I just wish they would kind of wrap it up somehow in a way that they could do a sequel. But I mean, again, maybe, maybe they, you know, they already started writing this movie and there's just so much that instead of doing a four hour director's cut, they're like, all right, let's, let's make two good movies out of this beyond the Spider-Verse, um, Oscar Isaac, fucking all of them. It was, uh, they, they, they did it. They did it good. Dude. I, what if the Prowler in that universe isn't super like going to kill him? Though? Yeah. That's, that's, confused, I don't know why dude. I have this vision of like that guy not being like helping him somehow. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Then he, ah, then he's going to spark the I chain. Could, so maybe they're going to fight. I, could I don't see, know. I could see the initial fight, but then they're going to be like, dude, what's going on? Like we're the same person. I'm like that Let's Eric Andre meme and of let me in, but I'm like, I have to know. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah, dude, super excited for that. Like, like I said, with uh, Severance Season 2, hopefully we get that sooner rather than later. Please. But mm -hmm. staying in the comic book world, the, the Penguin with uh, Colin Farrell uh, from the Matt Reeves Batman is getting its spinoff series. And I'm super excited for that because he did, he's probably the the best part of that movie you know he did such a good job the makeup you're just like colin farrell i didn't he, if i didn't know that was you i wouldn't have known that was you no. so hey, hey hey robert pattinson was the best part of that movie dude he was great he come was on amazing. dude come on he was, no i i look i i had my doubts about robert pattinson that movie sold me on robert pattinson i was like dude. a one of those typical, like, oh, fucking Twilight douchebag, Robert Pattinson. Yeah, fucking, he's <laughs> Batman. Dude, he's and then good, I saw man. Batman, and I was like, oh, I'm sorry. I take this back. I saw Tenet. Tenet. And after Tenet, I was like, I fucking take back everything I said. Robert Pattinson is my homeboy, and I can't wait Boy's to see him as Batman. Chops. And dude. then he crushed it in Batman. And But yes, dude, Colin Farrell also crushed it. They both simultaneously yeah. crushing. So, oh, dude, everybody, the Riddler, like, fucking A. Paul Dano yeah, kills just, it and everything. He's just weird and awesome. Oh, he's yeah. So just that that world, uh, that Matt Reeves, the Gotham, I feel like feels like Gotham. I think he did an amazing job portraying that. So just super excited to see uh, where this goes. I mean, apparently, you know, where the Batman left off, the world was being flooded. So the Penguin is going to try to stay afloat and uh, just... Uh, take reins over the city of being the biggest crime boss. So super excited to see that. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, man. Lots of good stuff coming up this year. Hope it's like a, we're in a drought right now, but once the rider strike delay is over, we're going to be flooded with some good content. Open mm -hmm. up them floodgates, baby. Let's mm -hmm. be like Gotham. Open and just the go. gates. Yeah. Penguin flood, the, flood the shit, man. <laughs> All right, fellas. Well, that was a great quick dig listeners. Thank you for joining us until next time. Later days. Peace out, everybody. All right. See you later, guys.